everyone. This is Dave Dubow here with another episode of the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. Today, zooming in, we've got our real estate investor extraordinaire, coach, trainer, multifamily syndicator, capital raiser, family man, you name it, Ellis Hammond. How are you doing today, Ellis? I'm doing well, man. Yes, my uh, we, my daughter's upstairs taking a nap, man. So we got 20 minutes before she wakes up. So we better get rolling. <laughs> Pitter patter, let's get at her. Don't wake the kids up. All right, very good. So Ellis, why don't you tell us a little bit about where you're at, what you're focused on these days, and then we'll we'll start talking about partnering up with people to scale and get into bigger and better deals. Yeah, I'm really excited about this this conversation because it's been everything for me, Dave. I was a former college pastor here in San Diego, California, and transition kind of out of necessity into the world of real estate. We have grown and scaled our portfolio now to over $100 million, started with a duplex, and now we're buying large commercial real estate. I actually have an offer in today, this is crazy to even say, at thirty, somewhere around $39 million and $750,000 hard day one. And it's just incredible that I can, I'm even in this seat to be able to make an offer like that because... Dave, I didn't even know I didn't even know what seven hundred fifty thousand dollars looked like three or four years ago, man. So everything has come as a result of well, God's blessing in my life, but also just the people and relationships that we formed along the way to be able to get here. Very cool. So, what kind of time frame were we talking about? When was that first duplex bought? We closed on that duplex in two thousand and seventeen. Wow, not very long ago, my friend. That's no. that is some rapid, <laughs> rapid growth. All right. So you went from a duplex and then when did you start scaling into bigger deals? How, how long was that gap and what did that, you know, how did you jump into that space? Yeah. The first workshop I ever went to where I even just saw the idea, the concept that we could buy real estate, you know, that was, that was in 2017. Four months later, we bought our first duplex. Nine months later, we partnered on our first multifamily deal, which was a 144 units. And so again, I, not that we, I don't want to take a whole lot of credit for that deal because we didn't do a whole lot except kind of leverage our our relationships to provide equity for that deal. So right? you, we were, you raised capital for that deal. Raised capital for that deal. So that was kind of our first intro. Nine months later, we learned about, man, apartment buildings and why I personally believe it was a better investment. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of essentially borrowed, you know, we borrowed credibility on this side and borrowed equity or borrowed money on this side. And then we brought that deal together. Very cool. So- that's always fascinating for me, Ella. So if you don't mind walking down memory lane a little bit about that first big deal. I mean, it's it's not that challenging to raise capital or come up with the money for a duplex, but jumping in nine months later and how much capital did you raise on that first one for that? Uh... Well, combined as a team was around $5 million and I was probably about half a million of that is what I brought to the table. Okay, so again, that's that's pretty impressive for your first kick in the can. So what was it that you did to raise that half a million? Right well, Davey, I would say like the people ask me, well, what, what transferred from your pastor days to your entrepreneur days or real estate days? I'm like, well, the thing that think it's made me successful in both arenas is the ability to communicate yeah. and communicate a vision and communicate value to folks. And, and then not only that, but just- and, and maybe explain complicated things in a simpler fashion. It's exactly right, right? And, and then not only that, but building trust along the way. And so yeah. interesting enough, the reason I even learned about this world of syndication is because I had put like on a bigger pockets profile that I was raising money for a nonprofit, which I was. And I had experience raising money because- 
that's what I was doing as a as a missionary, as a nonprofit leader, was raising money for our ministry. However, I was asking for like twelve hundred dollars a year compared to fifty to a hundred thousand dollars per investment. And so I, you know, I quickly had to like, you know, figure out or I guess it was really a mindset thing. It's always between the ears. But I mean, I was used to asking people for money, is my point. Right. And so I just honestly it went to the same people. I expected a lot more to invest, but I didn't realize how difficult it was to transition not necessarily like they were already investing in stuff, but I had to do the hard work of transitioning my identity from, hey, no, this guy is, a you know, he's a pastor and now he's investing in real estate. Mm-hmm. That was the real work to kind of trans to change the view of how others perceive me. And whenever made that, I made that credibility around yourself, that's right. Early on without much of a track record. Yeah. No track record. Well, let's yeah. just be honest. Zero track record. Well, I, you had a duplex. <laughs> 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 so let's, let's unwrap that a little bit, Ellis, because that's fascinating to me. So looking back at that first kick of the can with the 500,000 that you raised, knowing what you know now, what would you do different or what would you tell that slightly younger Ellis in 2017 about raising capital? Well, I mean, I just don't think there's anything I could have done differently, Dave. I just didn't know enough people. I, I, I would say good job. Like I would, what I would tell him again is don't wait so long to do the next one. Try it again. Don't think, you know, oh, that wasn't enough. You got to wait longer. I would say get started even faster on the next one. And so but then I would feel like I was kind of disappointed or maybe I feel like I needed some more time to kind of build up track record for our next deal. And I, I wish I would have just kept going, you know, maybe it was just 200 grand the next time and then maybe another seven, you know what I mean? And because what I've seen even this last year is we've done four deals since the middle of 2021 and just that volume of transaction puts me in people's mind as the real estate guy, right? Like Ellis has deals. And if I have capital, I know who to call now. And I think that's really significant. And that's been a real key to even kind of raising, you know, we raised 5 million bucks in the last six months. And that's just come from a lot of that is just, again, you know, we're way beyond kind of our first degree relationships. Now we're getting, we're getting into second and third degree relationships. And a lot of that is because, you know, they're, hey, they're talking to their buddies on the golf course or whatever. And it's like, you know, hey, I got, yeah, I, I got some, I got, I know someone you could invest with. I'm investing with them right now. Right. And yeah. the fact that we have multiple offerings every couple months has been really key. That's very, very cool. All right. So rewind a little bit there. So you went from the duplex to the bigger deal. Then you started doing slightly bigger deals. At what, at what point did you transition from raising money for other people's deals to finding your own properties and, being the general partner on those and and kind of being more in charge or, or, or is that what your model is? Yeah. Well, we're, we're just getting to that actually. So all okay, of so 2020, what have you been doing up until now, then? all of 2021, I would say we've kind of emulated this code GP model and we okay. can talk about that, but I think it is the model for those who are really trying to kind of break into this space is figuring out what you are good at. If it's finding deals, then that's going to be a value to the deal. 
if it's raising capital and managing syndications, you know, investor relations, or even you're good at finance or you're, you know, putting together the capital stack. That's what our team is really, really gifted at. Dave, we can raise money. We can put together a capital stack. One of my partners has a lending background. So we understand that finance world. We're really good at the syndication management. We already kind of have that dialed in from our PPM, right, to our legal documents. So that's what we've been able to provide to about three other sponsors in 2021 to help kind of take down, help them take down some larger assets. So that's what we did pretty much on all four of our deals last year, this deal. But here's, and here's the big thing about that. Those four deals gave us enough of a track record to now come into what I, that deal I was telling you on the beginning of the show, make an offer where we're going to be the lead sponsor and say, Hey, we have confidence to close this deal because we've already done the four previously. And again, if we didn't have that track record, they wouldn't even give us a shot to look at right. this. Right. And so I do think this co-GP model is so key for anyone trying to break into the space. Well, let's, let's take a look at that. If you don't mind, Ellis, the sure. co-GP model. So what does that actually mean? And what does that look like as far as, responsibilities and if you don't mind sharing kind of big picture revenue profit share wow that's another fantastic idea hold on to that thought for a sec we'll be right back now are you a real estate investor who's ran out of cash or credit to grow your portfolio are you looking to grow your portfolio using other people's money and raising capital well i want to show you how to raise six figures or more in six weeks or less at my upcoming investor attraction workshop You can get your ticket and find out all about it at InvestorAttractionWorkshop.com. We're going to spend a full day taking a deep dive into this roadmap that I've used to raise millions for my deals, and I've helped other people just like you cumulatively raise hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars for their deals as well. So again, you can check that out at InvestorAttractionWorkshop.com. And as a loyal listener to the podcast, you'll get 50% off your ticket when you use the discount code PODCAST. That's right. Discount code PODCAST at InvestorAttractionWorkshop.com. See you at the next workshop. Sure, that's a great great question. I mean, it's it's interesting how this space has kind of evolved into what we've seen to be kind of a cookie cutter form. I mean, you can do this anyways. I mean, the way we carve it out for our investors, right, is the general partner, which is us, the managers of the deal own anywhere from 20 to 30%, but let's call it 30%, where our LPs, our limited partners, our investors own 70%. So the 70% is already carved out to our investors. There's nothing we do with that. They get all of the cash, 70% of the cash flow. They get 70% of the equity. So what we really have to play with is the 30%. And of that 30%, you can carve it out as best as you'd like. What I have seen, though, is 50% goes to the money and, you know, like having the capital for the deal and even the loan, right? So guaranteeing the loan, putting up the earnest money, essentially the money. Right. That's 50%. The other 50% goes to the deal, finding the deal, lining up the financing and even managing the deal post-close. And so, you know, that that's kind of how we've seen it. And so you can carve it out as much as you'd like in that, but kind of high level, that's what we negotiate. And so, you know, we are kind of carving out equity based on the roles that we have in the deal. We've been mostly on the money side. Yeah. So we're taking anywhere right from 30 to 45 or 50% of the general partnership equity for our role in the deal. Yeah, exactly. Depending on how much money you guys bring to the table. So 
if the total pool of of money for you know round numbers is a uh, you know just for example a million dollars and that represents 50% of the 30%, right? So that's 15%. And if you guys bring in half of that and somebody else brings in the other half, then you would get seven and a half percent and they get seven and a half. Yeah, it's not always that clean one because you can't compensate based just on the money you raise based on SEC rules. So, you know, you may work it out somewhere as close as possible, but just to be honest, you can't really line it up like that perfectly. But we're also always we're also doing other roles too. Like for example, I mean, my team on all those deals today are on those property management calls. So right. you know, we're we're assisting well, you're in investor relations, and you're keeping we're doing that. investor relations, right? We're helping with the process of the PPM and putting that together. So we may get more than seven and a half percent, even though let's just say we raise half of that million because we're participating in other activities because right. it's not just raising the money. It's it is managing. managing the investors, right? It's putting together the PPMs, kind of going through that process. Reporting, ongoing reporting is really key to these deals. And so, yeah, but but that idea is correct. Yeah. Excellent. Very good. All right. And, and Ellis, just, you know, as, as we're kind of wrapping up the conversation, I'm always curious in as to, I know you guys are now at the stage where you're starting to get out into secondary investors, you know, people that your investors know, second and third level contacts kind of thing. But going back to that, reaching out to those first level contacts, what kind of recommendations do you have for people on how best to do that without coming across as, you know, dialing for dollars, cold calling, Wolf of Wall Street kind of thing? What's, yeah. What are <laughs> what are your some of the tips around it? Because you don't seem like that kind of guy to me. no. It's just funny. Someone asked me the day, again, like what's translated from pastor to yeah. real estate entrepreneur. And when I was a pastor, and even still today, like my faith is very important to me. And I and I think a part of having faith is you want to share that faith with others. And I think that's also one of those realms, right, where it can seem like, oh, most people don't want to share their faith because they don't want to seem too pushy. Well, I've always thought if I have something of value to share with someone, I want to share that with you. And it's not that I'm being pushy. And if you choose not to receive that, that's okay. But if it's of value and of importance and it's made a difference in my life, I want to share that with you. And I think forming that mindset and that belief is true when raising money. We have something of value to share with our investor base and to the world. I mean, 95%, that's probably a low number of folks in America don't have access to these private placement offerings and they don't have access to an opportunity to build wealth very fast because most of the product they see is from a financial advisor right. who cannot show these type of opportunities. And so I would say just understanding the value proposition that you have is first really key. And, and you know, yeah, because when you feel like you're the one that needs something, then you come off as either timid Medium or creepy creepy or like you really want something and you're not trustworthy versus if you come in saying hey no i'm of incredible value i have something to share with you you have to listen to this it's a totally different conversation and i think that confidence and that that mindset is is really the best advice i can give to someone see yourself as a person of, of value and i mean they're a value as well but it's mutual and it's not one-sided they don't yeah. have all the value you don't have all the value it's a mutual you're on even ground here yeah. maybe you're a little bit higher right because right now money is a lot easier to find than it is opportunities right so that's what i'm sure yeah no well said and yeah i would i would imagine your years as a pastor have 
have definitely done you in good stead. Who would have thunk back in the day when you're you know busy taking care of your your flock, so to speak, that someday you'd be jumping into Not me. sales and raise millions Not me, of dollars, right? <laughs> Not, but hey, Not me, but, man. But Not you know what? Me. That is a really it's a really good lesson that hey, virtually anything you did before real estate translates, can translate if you take the lessons from it into what you're doing with real estate investing. So I think you've explained that beautifully. And, and again, congratulations for, for your success. It's it's well-deserved. And if people want to find out more about you and what you're up to and your different business ventures, what should they do, Ellis? Yeah. Thanks so much, Dave, for the opportunity. Please visit us, symphonycapitalgroup.com. That's symphonycapitalgroup.com. That's our website for our investment firm. So like I said, we're, we're pretty active in this space, man. We're, you know, we probably have a deal a quarter at this point for folks who are looking to invest alongside us into kind of larger multifamily deals. And then, man, honestly, the best place to follow me right now in terms of just what I put out is Twitter or YouTube, but just search my name, Ellis Hammond. And that's probably where I put out kind of a constant stream of thought is on Twitter. So come hang out with me on Twitter. I would love to connect with you. And again, appreciate the opportunity, Dave. All right. Very good. Thanks very much, Ellis. And everybody, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on the next episode. Well, hey there. Thanks for tuning into the Property Profits Podcast. If you like this episode, that's great. Please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Give us a good review. That'd be awesome. I appreciate that. And if you're looking to attract investors and raise capital for your deals, then I'm going to invite you to get a complimentary copy of my newest book, right back there. There it is. The Money Partner Formula. You can get a PDF version at InvestorAttractionBook.com. Again, InvestorAttractionBook.com. Take care.